Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program. I'm your host tonight, Keel Thor, on Not Your Mama's News, presented by the Union of the Unknowns. With me are the unknowns. She's a lady of high sophistication, Ashley Think Change Repeat. He's still in recovery after wrestling a volcano, Terry Canary. Ah! And we've got America's sweetheart, Justin the Ism Cant. Welcome, unknowns. Pop Thank the board you. into you. Good evening, Keel. How are you? I'm doing quite well. On Not Your Mama's News, we focus on news stories from around the world that uh, typify our the clown world in which we live. So tonight, we'll start off with Terry, who's got an interesting story about Nick, Dr. Something or Another. No, in fact, it's about uh, um, the Scottish poison dwarf, Nicola Sturgeon, who was uh, Chief Covidian um, while she was ruler of Scotland, King, Queen of Scotland, you might say. Um, and she was actually much more Covidian than, um, than anyone else in Britain, really, any other politician. Uh, and uh, um, so uh, just to give the, our American friends a little bit of background, she's the leader of the Scottish National Party and unusual for a nationalist party. They're actually very lefty. In fact, they're more lefty than probably most parties you can think of. And they're, they're bored with all this crazy liberal, libtard agenda. Um, so I think... The latest news is that she's been released after being arrested, but there was a, a big financial scandal in that um, they had £600,000, which is about $700,000 worth of donations to fund their independence sort of uh, program. And um, the problem is that she's the leader of the party and her husband, uh, whose name I forget now, I think he's called Morel. He's the chief executive of the party. So it's obviously not an ideal situation to avoid mm. corruption. And uh, there were a lot of questions about how this money was spent. And things like expensive caravans uh, started appearing in their property. And questions were being asked about where the money was coming from for buying these things. There's been an investigation ongoing. She is no longer the leader of the SNP. There's someone else in charge now. I can't remember who it is. Uh, but she was, she had a bit of a disaster earlier this year because given her crazy lefty policies, she was um, all in favor of putting male rapists into women's prisons. And this is obviously a little bit controversial. <laughs> and uh, during, so she had a couple of car crash interviews where people were basically asking the question, what is a woman? which if you've seen Matt Walsh's excellent documentary, you'll know that people of that sort of political persuasion cannot possibly answer that question because there's no good answer. Really, you have to try and avoid the question altogether because you can't you can't really define it as, for example, a logical definition of female of the human species because that's not acceptable. So she sort of um, hesitated and, and with any, anything sensible and... And then she gave another interview, which was even worse. So it just got uh, more and more ridiculous for her. And so she kind of were, felt she had to resign. And this was mixed up with your... rumours that she was having some sort of lesbian affair, actually. Um, at the same time as, uh, yeah, so there was a lot of stuff going on. So it was all good. And she's a, she's a really horrible, awful witch of a person. So it couldn't really have deserved in person, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hopefully, someone will put like clip that out on the internet and like put it on Pornhub, like "Lady fucks entire country" and then <laughs> gets game banged in prison <laughs> <Yes>. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not as clever um, as the people out there. 
Fiona, uh, my wife, who is Scottish, as you may know, uh, she was asking the question, well, what prison is she going to be sent to if she gets put in prison? You know, maybe she'll be, get put in a men's prison. So, yeah, because yeah. there's no difference between the sexes. So what difference does no it really difference. make? Yeah, what dif difference? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will say, though. Uh, by the way, Matt Walsh's uh, documentary, What is a Woman? I can highly recommend. It's very entertaining. And he, he goes around asking this question basically to all these lefty types and not one of them is able to give a proper answer to this question, which you think would be kind of, you know, quite easy to answer, really. Well, I saw one clip of him talking, I guess, like college kids. And there's this trans, this man pretending to be a woman. Um, and Matt, Matt asks him like, okay, well, what makes you a woman? How do you know you're a woman? And basically, because other people identify me as a woman, was his response. And then he got down to like, well, how do you know you're a woman? And he's like, well, I heard another man pretending to be a woman on a podcast. I was like, oh, my God, that experience <laughs> is just what I'm going through. And he goes, yeah, that's the experience of a man, not a woman. <laughs> it is very good um and it's because they 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 hold these contradictory beliefs at the same time that there's really no difference between men and women and yet it's important if you're a man and you want to identify as a woman that you are identified as a woman even though there's no difference between men and women so you know right. which allows for example trans men to compete in men's sports there was a story i saw today of this man who's uh, competing in cycling races for women and in winning every saying you know how proud he is of his achievements and it's not like a, a 2000 women competing against him rather pissed off yeah does he have should... like a 2000 kilometer lead or something ridiculous it was like a five minute lead is what yeah, i that was it. saw yeah. I, might, I might have been looking yeah. at a different one then but yeah, i no, he, feel he like a... it if women would just say, if you have a male competing, we're, we're done. This race will not happen because we're not competing against it. If they did that, I mean, it's just like with, you know, the COVID stuff. If people really saw it for what it was right away and said, we're not participating, period, then it never would go this far. And I was speaking with someone this week who there was a volleyball player that was injured, a high school girl volleyball player that was injured in a game by a male who was a trans female and mm -hmm. i i was talking with her and i said the parents that's on them because i feel like if children are offering their child up for hormone replacement therapy for hormone blockers for gender reassignment surgery things like that then i do consider that child sacrifice but if you're a parent and you know that your child is playing against a higher level of athlete, like a male, an almost fully grown male, then you are also participating in child sacrifice. It should never be up to your child to compete in that sport, in that game. You say, absolutely not. If there's a male playing, then my child is not playing because the chance of injury is there with the strength differential and if if people did that and if these adult women in these sports stood together and said we're not doing it then you know problem solved can can i counterpoint real quick yeah uh so how else are you supposed to change the weather without sacrificing children it's been a tried and true method for millennia <laughs> well that's honestly a point that i hadn't considered so you're right <laughs> I, I just say so, it seemed to work uh, I out. I agree with you, actually. Just say no. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. So this. No, I agree with you, Ashley. Just say no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, politician, uh, she was arrested for all this corruption, right? Yes. Yeah, and and did they? Was it? Were there other uh, signs of corruption other than? Her having uh, fancy vehicles in her driveway suddenly? Well, I, I don't think anything will come of it as usual. I think they'll all, it's just oh, a okay. show. Really. 
really. I don't think anyone will be charged or imprisoned. But her husband, who was the chief executive officer of the um, party, was arrested uh, two years ago, I think. And uh, there's another scandal because uh, prior to her, the leader of this party was a guy called Alex Salmond. And it, it looked like he was kind of stitched up by her and her, her pals. And they, they trumped up all these charges, trumped up being the operative word, as you'll see in a minute, of uh, this guy sexually assaulting some. And uh, it went to court and it was all thrown out because there wasn't really any evidence. So it was all a load of rubbish as far as I could see. And it looked like she was trying to sort of push him out so she could be top dog with the help of her husband. So the fact that these two have got a stranglehold on this party and it, you know, it's, it's uh, they've been running Scotland for more than 10 years now, the SNP. I, I yeah. saw a headline <laughs> about uh, an Italian guy. He was like the prime minister for, uh, in Italy for the longest post-war Italian prime minister, something like that. And he died like this week. And the, the article I saw... Yeah, that's him. He very controversial uh, figure over in Italy. I don't really know anything about him, but the headline caught my eye because it was saying something about that, like after he was taken to the hospital and died, and as soon as that was announced at his house, like a throng of scantily clad young women escaped from his house. <laughs> wow. Well, he was. I, I do know a bit about Berlusconi. He was a he was a big sort of media tycoon in Italy, and uh, okay. Italy goes through these periodic political scandals where they get rid of all the existing parties and bring in some new ones. And he was one of these new kind of right-leaning parties that replaced one of the old ones that was mired in scandal. And uh, hmm. he was a press baron. He was kind of like um, uh, the Aussie press baron. For Italy, he, he ran a lot of the newspapers and uh, Rupert TV Rupert Murdoch, is that who you're talking about? Rupert Murdoch. He was kind of like the Rupert Murdoch of Italy. So he, he started this new party. He was swept to power and um, there was a lot of scandals about him because he used to talk what he called these bunga buses where he would, yeah, he would have go to parties with lots of scantily clad <laughs> and he would, he, he would just sort of boast about it. He was quite so, you know, how these sort of young women that he'd had at these parties. So no more bunga yeah. by him now. S some of these girls apparently, and, and I can't tell how uh, reliable the source or anything was, but the, the article was saying that the, the women were running out of the house, some of them just in underwear, and they were, they were yelling things like, we're free, we're finally free. And some of them were like really young, like teenagers, that that must have been there for a couple of years, like against their will, and and so they're like under. So they must have been underage when they first arrived. Had been part of I don't know a harem or something like that. I don't know. They didn't. Well, and and I at mean, the end, and the the article like joked about it. Like there was comments. Uh, like it said, some other political authority had tweeted about it saying, well, looks like he's one more, you know, no more bunga, like you were saying, or bunga bunga parties for him or something like that. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. He was keeping uh, underage girls tied up in his basement and that's not the story here? I mean, what the hell is going on in that country? I mean, what's the point of having right, this power a, to be able to possess place. if you can't have a harem or two? Uh, you know what? That sounds fine, but in re back in reality, yeah. why why isn't there a, a huge investigation going on? Well, I mean, uh, just no look at the George Epstein Bill investigation. Scully. That could, story could well be true. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of corrupt officials in large, expensive estates, President American President Joe Biden uh, hosted Did you say a. Did you say Joe Biden or Jill Biden? I said Joe Biden. Okay. I, I just wasn't sure if, if like there was a press new press release I missed or something. No, not that I just misheard. 
it's it's really it Jill, is, you know, really who runs the country. Yeah, she's the one we know running that. everything. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Pride Month, right? So we all want to celebrate that, and uh, the White House is no exception. So Joe Biden held a Pride Month celebration party at the White House, uh, where he invited many representatives of that community, and good for him, you know, way to be progressive. Uh, this one in particular, uh, tr a transgender model, uh, got uh, a lot of the other res other, pe other people that are whipped up in a frenzy, and they all started taking pictures of themselves topless out on the White House lawn, and uh, subsequently have been banned, banned from ever returning to the White House. This is, of course, after they had all taken pictures with the president, you know, selfies and stuff like that. So, you know, way to way to be uh, way to be progressive there, president. Way to invite well, all these upstanding citizens see, to the White um, House. <laughs> did you see? He called the, there's a couple of things I've got to say about that. He called them transgender people. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he said that it's great to welcome the transgender, uh, transgender, yeah, oh, and yeah. uh, also uh, some um, sort of conservative type saying that he violated the rules of the presidency by showing the pride flag center stage, and apparently, you're only allowed to do that with the American flag, like you were doing there, Kill. In fact, yes, not with the pride flag. No, no, there's an American flag just for our listeners. Just to be clear, there's an American flag hanging behind me. Just that everyone knows yeah, that your pride flag doesn't now, seem to be visible at the moment. But behind the American flag, we don't we don't know for sure because <laughs> it's uh, obscured. But no. uh, yeah, best place for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this just really proves the case that I've been arguing for at least a couple years, probably closer to a decade, that these trans people are just degenerates. Not all of them, of course. But well, yeah. A I, large I've... chunk of them. Why do you need to be riding on a float down a public road wearing bondage gear having someone smack your ass with a whip. Why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> well, I find uh, the story to be uh, a lot, uh, very hypocritical of Joe Biden. You know, he's, he's got all of these, he's making this gesture in, in support of the pride community and, or LGP, whatever community, whatever you would call it. Um, and they're, they're out there, yeah, they're out there expressing themselves and their freedom of choice and all this, you know, livelihood and everything. And, uh, and then they're, they're exposing themselves, you know, being, uh, you know, f you know, being degenerate. uh, what do you call it? Um, degenerate, degenerate, no, uh, De degeneracy. Isn't that, isn't that another thing? Anyway, they're out there being progressive, leftist. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he bans them from coming back as if they've done something wrong. Yeah. Why is, right why is Biden not getting shit for doing all that? I'm honestly amazed that they were banned. Like, it's that bad. It's clown world. It's so bad that I really, I was surprised to hear you say that they were banned. Yeah. Yes, I saw the story earlier on Twitter, and I was like, is this Dennis? Because <laughs> that sounds weird for this president. <sighs> um, to, to go back to what I was talking about earlier on in my story, um, transgender men men who want to be identified as women they you know at the same time these leftists are saying there's no difference between men the transgender men dress as these sort of versions of women are like jessica rats who have got the long hair and long eyelashes and 
You know, they, they want to be the most well, feminine of, of women that they can be. You're talking oh. about, I know we're splitting hairs here for some, for some people, but there is actually a, a difference between uh, like, um, God damn it. A trans transgenders and the transvestite drag queens. Drag queens. That's the, the term I'm looking for. So you're just you're describing a drag queen, not a transgender woman. No, well, I'd, transvestites, mm, right? I don't think I'd, that's even something different. Transvestites mean you dress as the else. opposite sex. Like I don't know all the all the definitions. So you're saying I can be transgender don't man. Play. So Don't I can be dumb. a transgender man and make no effort to look like a woman at all, like that swimmer. Yes. <laughs> mm, yeah, possibly. I, I, you I can think... be a woman with a mustache and a boner. All the rules are out. Yeah, are out. I guess. I don't like that all the rules are out, but I think you're right about that. <laughs> Hopefully that's yeah. the only thing that's out. I mean, there's so... Well, there was... Uh... There was sorry. There was a guy from New Zealand who was a he was a trainer for weightlifters, and he decided to compete as a woman in a in a weightlifting competition. And he did literally have a beard and a mustache and a, was that, and a boner was that, probably as well. Was that so, Zuby? And he won, of course. Was that Zuby? I don't know. He was doing it as a protest, so he, he wasn't doing it, you know, as a big, sort of big he wasn't guy. really competing as a transgender. No, he was in New Zealand. I think he was a big white guy, okay. but he, he won by by a huge margin in this uh, women's weightlifting competition. He I was doing it as a protest. Uh, yeah, Justin, I don't think they have black guys down in New Zealand. No, they have Maoris. I don't think they call them black there. Blick, they call him. Um, this is the Blick guy. <laughs> but back to Terry's point, like you, like the Dylan Mulvaney dude, he puts on fucking like a a fucking little dress and his height like seven inch high heels like <laughs> these are my hiking heels. Mm. Ashley, have you yeah. ever gone hiking wearing high heels? No, definitely <laughs> not. It seems like it would be slightly impractical to me. But I try to stay away from heels if possible. They're very bad for your feet. They are, and your posture. Very wise. She's five foot ten anyway. <laughs> Not true. Fix with the heels. Um uh, oh, go ahead, Kill. I, I was gonna say that the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, don't forget two IA. And uh, they they are they are all very uh rule conscious. Right, like you, you have to. You can't call them by a pronoun. And when it's you know sunset on the third quarter of the whatever, <laughs> you have to you have to be very careful about that. Whereas, but now all of the they get pissed off when you try to categorize them based on like what I was saying: the drag queen versus the transgender whoever, and the transvestite yeah. and the whatever other terms like the traditional gender roles. And I think that uh, you're right. It's a very weird place to be because even if you really wanted to, and look, if I met somebody in real life, I'm not going to be ugly to them about this stuff. Right. I just think that overall we're getting into ridiculous territory and there is definitely a big push for the, a lot of, men wanting to transition to women and they are they go over the top with the feminine look right like they want to look feminine and yet you have people like what keel is saying that they don't assume my gender don't assume my pronouns or whatever it's like what what do you want they want complete yeah. compliance over your mind body and soul yep. yeah it's just the but, but, these the, the, the people from the left they're so fucking narcissistic, it's narcissistic, aren't they? I mean, you gotta use my pronouns and it's gonna be this and that, and you know, I, I, I want you to treat me like a woman on Thursdays and a man on Wednesdays. I mean, get over yourself for fuck's sake. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's the thing is that it isn't 
<laughs> so maybe they are ruling you to death, maybe, but the rules aren't clear, you know, Bro, and the rules don't make any sense. That's on purpose. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. It's, but it's just like, come on. Yeah, come on. Like it's that's I'm, that's why they've completely changed the English language. If nothing means anything, then they're always right. Yeah. I've got one uh, final thing to final comment, um, and then we'll we'll pass it along to uh, to Ashley here. Um, there's a I saw a headline. I was so tempted to use it tonight, the story, but I I couldn't I couldn't source everything in it. But the headline is amazing, uh, and it is related to the uh, the previous story. Uh, who was eating during Justin. the show? Justin. <laughs> How yeah. unprofessional. Do you ever have a doubt? Why would you, why would you even ask? To be fair, I wasn't eating. I was going to get arrested for my, rustling. Oh. I was opening my package of Hostess cupcakes. Uh, all right, here's the, here's the headline. Trans identifying <laughs> and Frank impersonator Stabbed oh, no. prominent dentist father to death. What the fuck? So did, <laughs> did you just want to put out a great, great lead way for me to call Anne and Frank faking? No, uh, I just wanted to pass that along to Ashley Think Change Repeat, who's got a, sto a related story about Starbucks. I do have a related story about Starbucks because... Is Starbucks canceling Pride Month? I don't know. Yeah. You tell me. So according to Starbucks Workers United, taking a cue from Target who bowed to anti-LGBTQ plus pressure and removed Pride merchandise, corporate and district management are taking down the Pride decorations that have become an annual tradition in stores. They continue this with a, a second tweet that said, in union stores where Starbucks claims they are unable to make unilateral changes without bargaining, the company took down pride decorations and flags anyway, ignoring their own anti-union talking point. So that is the scoop. Um, there, there's more to the article, but essentially what it boils down to is apparently in the middle of Pride Month, almost exactly, Starbucks has ordered down all Pride merchandise. Now, I have listened to a couple of people who comment, you know, they opine for a living, Tim Pool and Jeremy at the quartering, and they both think that this means that the Target boycott and the Budweiser boycott are working. Now, I have a couple of questions. First of all, and Jeremy from The Quartering did bring this up, but why would they cancel Pride Month when they have not been boycotted? You know, I people expect and know that Starbucks is extremely woke, right? So why, and they even went so far as to have a designer come up with special Pride tumblers for Pride Month for their merchandise. So why now? Now, I didn't hear Tim Pool and Jeremy asking that question because they thought it just meant that people were winning, that were boycotting these companies. But I'm saying, why now? This makes no sense. No one was boycotting Starbucks, to my knowledge. And if they wanted to boycott, they probably would have done it a long time ago because everyone knows that Starbucks is woke. So I would say that we do know that they are part of the ESG agenda, the climate change push. They're, you know, owned by the same people that own everyone else. And I think that this is a play to demonize right-wing extremists, right? So they're making claims like, oh, you know, Target's getting threats and um, people are like our employees' lives are in danger and things like that. And I think that this is total nonsense. And I think that it's really a play at just causing more division. And it also may be a test balloon to see like how manipulatable, if that's a word, the general populace is, 
right? So let's say like, oh, well, we're going to make, we're going to have like Bud Light and Target do these things. We're going to see what the response is from the general population. And now we're going to have Starbucks remove pride stuff and see if they're like flooded with support from conservatives or whatever. I don't know. I just think that there's a couple of play here's like psyop type stuff, but I don't think it has anything to do with people boycotting and people who are against pride month or, or whatever you want to call it, who are, are fed up with it winning. I just, I don't think that makes sense. Huh. Well, I can't speak for the Target boycotts, but the Bud Light boycott, I am 100% sure, was just natural, um, like natural market conditions. But this one, it, it is pretty fishy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Bud Light did this or Anheuser-Busch did that to just do a trial balloon. Um, to see what the response will be. But I could be wrong, but well, I just feel like all of these people are owned by the same, ultimately they're owned by their huge investors, which is BlackRock, Vanguard, and State yep. Street. So I don't think that any of this is being done by accident. Well, they've been putting out gay bait for beer ads for at least a decade now. Like that, the Bud Light one really feels like it was just like finally like, it's just so easy to buy a different piss water beer. Yeah. That people were finally just like, that's fine, true. I'm done. That's true. Um, however, I just think it's it's just weird. Like, yeah. what? why would Starbucks do that? It, it makes no sense to me. Well, yeah, it's, uh, when, for what it's worth. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I was going to say, I don't know. The, these big companies are a bit like politicians. I don't really think they believe much. They're just trying to sort of gauge what the the current opinion there on the streets is so then maybe trying to sort of head that off by thinking well things are going against this a bit so we'll we'll take it down and avoid controversy because you know if they think it's not really going to help their sales they're they're not bothered about it really are they yeah right i i was in target i don't know last weekend or weekend before or something like that and i was I was looking for it. Tuck-friendly. No, <laughs> tuck-friendly swimwear. But I was looking for it. What's that? Did you get a new bathing suit? No. Uh, they're called bikinis. Hey, hey I'm not. I'm going to try not to spoil the 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 punchline here. So we're walking. I'm looking for the the stuff. You know, the the contra controversial pride display up. Um, uh, this is up here in you know, far away from Atlanta area. So it's, I, I was expecting not to see a whole lot of it. So we're walking through and we go down, get to the very back of the store. And sure enough, there it is. It's the big pride display. And I had, and I just started cracking up. It was, I found it hilarious. All of the pride stuff was on a <laughs> single rack, like a single sized, I don't know how big it was seven feet long rack that was on wheels. And I just, I just started cracking up. because I imagined the owner of the <laughs> store going, all right, we're going to put this pride <laughs> stuff on something we can quickly wheel out of the way in case protesters start storming our <laughs> store, you know, wheel to the back. Like it, well, got, it was on the wheels I, so they could just get it, wheel it from one place to the next to avoid. So, Allegedly, after the boycotts happened uh, with Target and they were reacting to that, they had originally, at least my understanding is that originally they had the Pride merchandise, which was the, the tuck-friendly bathing suit, the kids stuff all together right in the front of the store. And then once mm -hmm. the boycotts happened, then they reacted, they blamed basically death threats. They said it was for their employee safety, things like that, and they moved it to the back of the store. Yeah. And then, can we talk about what happened after the quote-unquote boycott? What These happened? degenerate lunatics started calling in bomb threats, saying that Target is assisting in the genocide of yeah, trans yeah. people. Oh. <clears throat> okay. I've like heard the, some of that. Well, the, uh, the, also, just, Justin was mentioning... Uh, sorry, I was going to say, Justin mentioned last week that he'll um, 
losses by the shareholders. So maybe maybe Starbucks are worried about that. And that really, this is what companies should be doing. We don't want them making political statements. Just sell the fee. You know, just get yes, on your fucking coffee and, and stop ramming politics down our throats. Well, I'm not interested I, in your political opinions. I want you to sell me stuff. I got to disagree with you two on that because I am perfectly fine with political opinions as long as they're ones that I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're both right. I mean... But I have the right ideal, you know, idea, ideological perspective. So when I do it, it's okay. I mean, if you get big enough as a corporation you probably don't want to take too hard of a political stance because you're going to alienate half of your customer base, you know, immediately. Yeah. And, but, you know, I think, I think companies should support local political th efforts that they want to, you know, that's where the money should come for that sort of thing. You know, it's from local businesses. It shouldn't be, you shouldn't have, uh, I don't know, homeless shelters built by the government it should be built by funds given voluntarily by you know the the companies that want to keep the homeless people off the streets so they don't bother their customers for example you know mm. yeah well i, I would be I curious kind of agree with that in... the... sorry ashley go ahead terry go ahead well, I was just going to say, I, I suppose I kind of agree with that in the sort of like the Victorian model of, you know, sort of these big companies helping their workers. And But the trouble is, it, these days it's getting corrupted by exactly what Ashley was talking about, the ESG stuff. You know, they're getting all this mm -hmm. money from people like Soros to promote their own political agenda. So they're really doing it for the benefit of mankind anymore. They're doing it to promote some horrible political agenda that we don't really agree with. Well, and, you know, I'd be okay with that even in concept simply because, you know, eventually the ES, the people that are the, the black, black rock, Blackstone, whoever, whatever the company is that, that funds, that gives money out for ESG stuff. They're not, they're going to run out of money at some point. And, but I understand they are Hopefully. most likely, <laughs> they are most likely supported by governments and things like that. So like their, their base money wealth base is not going to go away. You know, but it I think is when the entire economy, world economy collapses. Yeah, but they'll they'll have, you know, they're hanging on to the other pillars that are just going to keep them yes. up. Yes, hopefully they'll be hanging off something. They're going to be um, in my people that help usher yeah. in, you know, universal basic income, uh, the digital ID, vax passports, all that. They're all on the same page with all of that stuff. So. Um, I think that when we're in this situation, fascism is, is what we're dealing with and a totalitarian regime, no matter how you slice it, is it socialist, yeah. is it this, is it that, it doesn't matter. They're totalitarianism and what is not allowed is free speech and free market. So I think that ultimately we all agree here that free market is the answer in a true free situation, then citizens can truly vote with their dollars. However, Preach on, we're sister. Not, but we're not in that environment right now. And so I personally think that even though, like, yeah, I'm not going to Target and, you know, stuff like that, but I ultimately think that it, it doesn't matter because they're bankrolled on the back end with the ESG money and BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street money and all that stuff. Um, but I was going to say, if our listeners have thoughts on this, I would be curious what they think. Do you think that this is a PSYOP situation happening with Starbucks? Like what, why would they do this? And they are known to be a lot more woke than Target or and certainly Budweiser. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the weirdest part about the Starbucks one, because when I think of Starbucks employees and Starbucks customers, I've got to imagine at least 85% of them are some variation of gay. Or like blue haired at the very least. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was talking to my coworkers the other day about, uh, maybe that was today, it was about Starbucks. Remember that story? where the homeless people were invading Starbucks and 
like shooting up in like bathrooms mm-hmm. or something. So they kicked him out mm-hmm. and then there was a big stink. Yeah. And now the policy is that anybody can just go into a Starbucks and they're not allowed to be kicked out for any reason. Was Am I remembering that correctly? Or yes. How did that resolve? That's that still, yeah, that still that. a policy? I believe they have reversed that policy. Okay. I could be wrong though. I think Monica I think Monica Perez was talking about that recently. And she yeah, was sure. saying that she thought it was a prelude to fully automating Starbucks. That they're gonna mm. you know, because basically they're they're sort of accustoming people I mean, to getting served automatically. I can't remember the exact story now. But it, <laughs> it um <laughs> Starbucks basically is automated. It's a bunch of robots working there. There's a bunch of and robots. I don't know if this is Starbucks. true in America, but I don't know if this is true in the States, but in the UK, it was shit coffee. I used to like going to the other chains rather than Starbucks. It was awful. Really? I, didn't, I like I didn't, my cups. Yeah. I didn't realize the UK was known for its uh, craft coffee industry. We had a few things. Um, Costa was the one I liked. I mean, you like going to the smaller independent ones, really. Um, I lived mm-hmm. in a town where we had a ton of coffee and tea shops. It was ridiculous. But yeah, we had a Starbucks and it was it was just full, always full of teenagers. <laughs> so yeah. hanging out. Well, that was the popular one. It's enough to put anyone really, isn't it? <laughs> it truly is. Let me tell you, the one in town, so I live in a town where there's a small uh, university. And every time I go, when I would go into Starbucks, I would be like, oh, God, they, it's full of the kids, the kids, like the college kids. And there would be like <laughs> two separate mm-hmm. groups on a Saturday of like eight girls each and they're all they all look exactly the same they're all crowded in waiting on their orders there's i mean i was like this is this is awful i i hate it here this is very much my experience in the starbucks in in the uk as well Uh, i've i've never been a coffee drinker i just never never pulled me in but my parents are huge coffee drinkers and i remember my uncle uh used to he passed away a few years back but he used to live up in in seattle and he sent a box this was back in the early 90s he sent a, a package to my parents uh that had was full of starbucks stuff like mm-hmm. you know bags of ground coffee and little coasters and stuff like that and we had we had no idea what it was it was before starbucks made its way out of seattle mm-hmm. i think but uh That's they, my cool. parents were were unimpressed with mm. it i remember them not caring yeah. for it too much. If you uh, go to a coffee shop in the UK and you go into a chain, you want to go to Costa. That's a very nice Costa. one. Costa. By an Italian family. C-O-S-T-A. Costa. Costa? Yes. Yeah, okay. Last name, right. Rico. Wait, no, that's Puerto Rico. Um, on one final note, I did <laughs> want to say that both the quartering... And Tim Cass used this as this story, covering the story as an opportunity to grift and to sell their own brands of coffee, which I thought was kind of funny. I yeah, so I, I, I got to nice. respect the hustle. Yeah, I do. And on that note, um, if you guys want some real Liberty coffee, some unknown coffee, and then someone segue into the Union of the Unknowns coffee brand. Yeah, check out Union of the Unknowns, unknown so, coffee brand. Freshly ground. Can I ask you guys a question? From the... the, yeah. the Sorry, I was going to ask you a question. As a, are, there, are there sort of chains of fast food and coffee that are known to be more conservative? I, I heard that Chick-fil-A was... A bit more conservative at one point. I think that's not quite yeah. the case now. Is that right? Well, I don't know. It's that's they, usually the go-to one you think of when in that sort of context. I don't know about any other ones though. It seems to be the only one that I'm aware of. So Biscuitville. Well, uh, let me say about Chick Fil A. People have been kind of mad at them because they have added the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
um, mantra. So I think that's where people are getting the, that they've gone woke, which is true. I think that shows allegiance to the predator class, right? When you're like, oh yeah, we do DEI. So that's one thing. The mm -hmm. other thing is that I have seen around here. I mean, I haven't seen Bojangles be woke. I haven't seen Biscuitville be woke. Um, but those are, I think they're not everywhere. Like Biscuitville, I especially is not super widespread, which is like a breakfast and lunch kind of restaurant fast food. And then Bojangles is like a fried chicken Southern restaurant. And I haven't seen anything from them or, but actually now that I think about it, not even Arby's or Popeye's or any of those places, I haven't seen woke stuff from them. I just have, I haven't seen anything from them. Yeah, me either. <clears throat> they're, yeah. they're being, they're doing the smart thing and not yeah. taking a stance on this, on the topic. Yeah, just sell That's, your stuff. Your this food, is what you want. Just sell your stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Concentrate well, on your core business. What's yeah. interesting about and, Chick -fil -A. and Fiona keeps asking me. Sorry, I was going to say Fiona keeps asking me, why don't we have a heterosexual month? That's, that's one all of those. the other month. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they say, but that's not true, is it? <laughs> Well, I guess we'll have to find some heterosexuals to ask. None here. Good luck. With that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, anti-heterosexual behavior, uh, Justin, I think you have a story about Alexa. Uh, I do, but first, I just wanted you to jump in with uh, interesting about Chick Fil A is that they aren't publicly owned or traded. It mm -hmm. looks like they're almost entirely owned by um, Estuit Kathy's um, children. Yep. So why would they be doing DEI then? Know. I don't know. Maybe they decided to lean into it a little bit, I guess. Or I'm pretty sure they have several um, charitable foundations. Um, so maybe they were like, hey, why don't we just give you some nice big donations? Clinton yeah. style. Yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of fast food chains are franchises, aren't they? So I don't know how much um, independence you've got when you run your own shop or if you're always having to follow what head office is telling you. Mm -hmm. So um, there the so a lot of most fast food chains are um, franchised, but the Chick-fil-A has been really, really um, picky about who they let open a restaurant. Yep. And they, you have to have something like, I think like a half million or something just like in seed money to even be yeah. eligible to um, franchise. And, and you have to, your primary residence has to be within a certain distance of the, the location too. Right. The owner right. of the shop has mm. to spend 40 hours a week working in their store. Mm -hmm. So they're, you, they don't mm -hmm. have the ability to be super detached like a lot of other franchise owners. Like some, some of them would own, you know, 10, 12, 15 different restaurants or whatever. But the person who is doing the Chick-fil-A franchise, they have to be working in that store. Yeah. Which is another unusual. Wow. Yeah, if, if anyone finds this interesting, there is a YouTube channel called Company Man, and he did a video, uh, Chick-fil-A, why they're successful. Mm. And I really like all of this stuff. It's just like quick little 10-minute breakdowns of why a company is successful or was successful and isn't successful now. Um, I mean, he, has, he only has 1.6 million subscribers, so I figured I'd give him a little bump here. Um, get him in, get it, maybe help get him into our leagues. Is that the, is that the, we need to help we can get. Is that the yeah. little nerdy kid who eats cheeseburgers and, and, uh, comments on them? No, that is, um, oh, I know that guy. He is hilarious. Little nerdy Thank cheeseburger man. kid. I, I, I see, I watch his, like his videos pop up. For me sometimes and i i watch him and the the report of the week yeah that's him and i'm like i'm looking at this kid and i'm like 
I don't know if I want to steal this kid's, you know, backpack or do I want to go ride bikes with him? Right. <laughs> Either way, he's doing your math homework. <laughs> right. Either way. <laughs> That's honestly, whenever like a weird nude food item comes out, I actually do like if I think about it, I'll watch his review because like he really puts thought into reviewing a yeah, cheeseburger. I just I, I wanna I keep expecting to hear his mom yell at him from off screen somewhere. I told you no more <laughs> McDonald's this week. Put that cheeseburger down. He's gotta be like 30 years old, right? Or something. I, I mean I mean I saw him on Tosh Point no Oh, when Tosh Point o was on. So yeah, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Hilarious. Anyway. The internet the internet is a wonderful thing in that you can make a career for yourself reviewing cheeseburgers on YouTube. It's just amazing. Oh, and you gotta see the kid, Terry, because it is what makes makes the, the show. Um what what did, what did I say it's called review of the week? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, I just nice posted on the Discord. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, Excellent. thank you. Let's talk about Alexa now. Alexa. So this one's from Medium.com, and that actually gave it a little bit more credence with me because it is a liberal shithole country, and it's by Brandon Jackson and. Uh, on Wednesday, the 31st of this year, he finally regained access to his Amazon account after an unexpected and unwarranted lockout that lasted nearly a week. Uh, so what happened is uh, there's been a lot of updates on this because it was a big fuss around the Internet. Basically, what happened is. Guy has his smart home hooked up to Alexa. Gets a delivery delivery driver has headphones in and he's walking away and the doorbell because it's like a, a ring doorbell or something so it has like an automatic uh Eufy doorbell is what it is and it, an automated response excuse me can i help you misinterpreted that as someone saying something racist to him okay so Apparently, that must go against Amazon's terms of service because the driver apparently reported it and Amazon just said no and shut off all of his Alexa devices for a week. Yeah, it's, wow. it wasn't just his Amazon account, which would have been weird in and of itself. It was the man's house. Poor. Yeah, so it's like at first he's like, you know, did I get hacked? You know, yada, yada, yada. And then he ended up calling Amazon and they told him what happened. It's, it's, it's a pretty long article. We'll link it in. Well, it's not that long, but reading's gay. So I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> what? So I forgot where I was. I saw, I saw the link, the article. It's like, oh God, what did I get myself into? So the guy calls the Amazon. It's like, what the hell's going on here? And Apparently, they sent him an email with a number to call, so yada, yada, yada. And they said that the driver, well, he has multiple re cameras recording everything on his property. And that if the driver's claim was true, it could easily be proved. So that's when he went through and realized what happened, that it was an automated message. And, and no one, no one was even home. Right. Because yeah, I don't know if you guys ever deal with those ring doorbells, but or you know any of those video doorbells, they, they all suck. Yeah, there's a bit of a it's, delay. My um, favorite's when I ring the doorbell and then someone answers, and then the doorbell's still like, "Would you like to leave a message?" <laughs> and I'm just looking at them. I've I've actually had times when I'm talking at the exact same time. The wife's coming through the doorbell. I'm talking to the husband at the door. And we're having like a three-way conversation on like a 45-second delay. 
and the audio is never good. It's always garbled nonsense. Yep. And don't forget that unless those videos are being saved on a server locally, they are not yours. Right. Yep. Yeah. To uh, to to clarify for our listening audience, Justin has a job that requires him to go from door to door. So he's encounters us quite a bit. <laughs> You'd be surprised what you uh, run into uh, campaigning uh, for Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give it away. I want to make my <laughs> usual I want to make my usual comment at this point that the evil one's technocracy has got no bloody chance seeding because they can't make things work for shit. That's fair. I've got I've got Back a door. You, it's not a, a it's yeah, I've got one of those doorbells. It's not a ring brand, uh, but uh, it it somebody will ring the thing and it yeah, there's like a 45 second delay. Like it'll pop up on my phone finally and I could if I can catch them before they walk away, I can, you know, yell at them, but that's <laughs> well, it's if I'm already, let's say, two and a half alligators away from the front door, and I hear someone be like, hello, I'm just going to ignore it and walk away. Yeah. It's like, I didn't want to talk to you to begin with, so. <laughs> but I think the, um, yeah, southern, so that's. It's, sorry, that's, it's not a southern measure of distance, it's an alligator. So like it's like two, two, two yards or something. <laughs> well, I, I'll use I'll use anything other than the metric system. <laughs> if, if alligators aren't good for you, about twelve toddlers. <laughs> oh, yes. So, ultimately, though, this story is horrifying. It really is. That's and it's it. I've known this not this exact scenario was going to happen, but I've never been dumb enough to put spying devices in my own house for a multi-trillion-dollar or multi-billion-dollar company. What about our cell phones, though? Oh, Ooh. I got a Chinese phone. Boom, yeah. roasted. Who? Yeah. The, the Chinese government can track my fucking Pornhub searches all day. What do I care? They're not uh, the ones going to put a boot on my throat. And the, the NSA in through our cameras right now, of course. Uh, you know, the I've Chinese... never wanted to pull my dick out more on camera <laughs> than when Terry said that. Okay, okay, hey, Mr. Tubin. <laughs> well, only for the only for the feds. Uh, no, the Chinese have been building those uh, remote police stations all over the place. So yeah, they'll come and drag you out of your home, and you turn on camera now. I don't know, man. I don't think it's <laughs> going to be dog. like. I don't think they're going to come kicking my door in with like crouching tiger kung fu. I think I could take at least three or four Chinamen. It's not the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Asian American, please. China woman? <laughs> All right, guys, we're having too much fun. China, go. Uh, well, it's, it's not my fault China made girls illegal. You know, that's true. There's a lot true. more Chinamen uh, than China women. They, they have a, a huge glut just, um, of males in China right now. They do. Can I just clarify Justin's story again? That so this guy was he speaking over his, his ring doorbell and saying, you know, hello, how can I help you? And Amazon delivery it's driver like, interpreted this as a racist word. comment. Did I get that right? Uh, almost. So basically, when you press the video doorbells and no one's home, a lot of the times it'll just give you like a like an answering machine. Like, or like an automated message. Like, All right, yeah. excuse me, can I help you? Or no one's home, leave a message. Stuff like that. And the doorbell, it was an automated thing. It just said, excuse me, may I help you? Which 
is probably intended to like scare off robbers that are like casing your home. Uh, so if they think that's a real person inside the house you're about to break into that you thought was empty, you you know you're a lot more likely to keep walking. And then yeah. the Amazon driver said that was racism, and reported it and then amazon took that opportunity to turn off all of his alexa devices uh for a week and i gotta imagine like facebook bans once you start racking them up it goes from like a week yes two weeks to a month to three (laughs) months yeah uh that's why it's all about facebook bans believe me i double down on my catchphrase by physical media <laughs> yeah. or make it like, buy wait, and answer the door in person Pornhub. if you naked yeah naked. in case it's the feds no but it, it it kind of so uh it's it's related to i mean i'm just being silly but you know you get your you get your subscription and to, you download the movies and you watch the movies and the things and you get your your books online, the digital books in your in your tablet, whatever book reader thing. The you don't own any of that stuff, you know. Just like this, you don't you if you leave no, Alexa in charge of your house, you're not really in control of anything in your house. You will own nothing and yeah. maybe yeah. be happy. We'll be happy. You won't. Don't fall for that. It's not. It's not good. You got to own your your shit if you want it to be real. That's I, I yeah. To our movie review, mm-hmm. our movie review, Keel, where the AI ends up taking over the guy and bad things happen. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I so think actually, uh, just to clarify, to I'm still not sure I quite understand the story. The delivery driver was obviously a black guy, and because telling him to go away. He's thinking, oh, this door thinks I'm a threat because I'm a black guy. Well, we don't and know the race racist. of anyone involved. We don't know the race of anyone involved, but yes. Right. And apparently the doorbell just said, excuse me, may I help you? And he, the driver is... apparently had headphones in. So he probably heard that as like, F you inward. I don't know how you I don't know how you get there from from what it supposedly said. See if you ask me that, I'm gonna go down a route that's not YouTube acceptable. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. That's really weird. All right, guys, let's let's wrap this crazy circus up. Can I white pill her up? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, white pill. Do it. White white pill on Terry's story. Do not worry. The government will investigate themselves in a matter of weeks. They will find they have done no wrongdoing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I saw a headline that said the, the CIA found, you know, investigated, found no link between itself and the crack ep- epidemic. So That's how you know it's, it's true. Excellent. Definitely. I'm starting yeah. to think that those guys are the good guys. <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. That's that's why you pay them thirty to forty percent of your paycheck every week. Gladly, might I add, gladly, for, you know, anything for, for the greater good, for your own protection. I pay. I ask to pay extra just to be safe. I don't even it. ask. I just send them my paycheck. Yeah. All right, fellas and ladies, uh, we are the Union of the Unknowns. Ashley, how can people get in touch with us? I'm glad you asked. We have a website unionoftheunknowns.com where people can go and they can find (laughs) Justin's talking to me. (laughs) Um, People can find all of our contact information, our email address, our discord channel, Twitter. You can leave us a voicemail. um, All all of that stuff. And I also wanted to add that we're now on Rockfin so you can subscribe to our channel there. And Keel has also created an RSS feed where you can support us that way. If you are unable to support us 
financially, you can also support us in other ways. You can do that by leaving a five-star review for us. And you can also share one of your favorite unknown shows with a friend or family member or coworker. Or someone you don't like that shares, you know, that you don't want to talk to again, that shares the opposite political beliefs. Yes. We, we also welcome, uh, hate listening as well as people who love our show. All right. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, listeners. I'm Keel Thor. We are the Union of the Unknowns, and we are out. And thank you, Ashley's pussy. (laughs) Stop! (laughs) Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.